Okay. And Demet, if you don't mind just sending me a chat, let me know that you can hear me okay. Is it good? Okay. Welcome, everyone. Uh, have a good night. Uh, have a... Let me know that you can hear me okay. Oh, we have some problems. Yes, I know. I have to uh, mute this. I, I apologize. Give me a sec. There we go. We're muted. Okay. Can't hear me. That's unfortunately. Okay. Everyone. I hear you. Awesome. Hear Welcome, right Demet. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here. We are so appreciate that you are here today. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to our webinar. Uh, it's going to be about change everything. I'm here today with Steve Brett Schneider. Uh, she's, he's a, a mentor. Uh, he, ha he, has a, he has mentorship from uh, Proctor Gallagher Institute, and uh, she's he worked with Bob Proctor uh, uh, for eight years. And now we are together with Steve and trying to uh, do our best and serve the, uh, all humanity, all the universe uh, together and uh, help people, help people to achieve their dreams. This is our goal with Steve. And uh, that's why uh, we want to do this webinar today. Steve is a, a great guy that uh, can help you about achieving your dreams, uh, having your uh, vision, how you can uh, change your mindset. And uh, he's uh, very, very talented about this. Uh, he's so energetic. Uh, thank you for being here today, Steve. Uh, it's my pleasure. I really, Yelda, I, I thank you so much for hosting these and for inviting people. And uh, I'm really excited about this information. I really love how it's changed my life. And uh, I hope today that uh, the, the people that are watching can um, get a bit of information that will put them on the track to creating a life that they really want. Uh, I hope it's, um, it, it will bring some awareness, some, some knowledge and really get them going in the right direction. So, um, you know, uh, I'm not sure what the time is. Well, we're going to go. We're going to go ahead. So it, it, as an introduction, I want to welcome everyone, which we've been doing. And uh, I want to tell you how this webinar will change your life. Um, I am in possession of what I consider to be uncommon knowledge. It's knowledge that's available to everybody, but it does not seem to be um, that available to the masses. People just don't know about this. People don't know about uh, Bob Proctor. Uh, they don't know about Pro uh, Sandy Gallagher, his business partner, or the Bo Proctor Gallagher Institute. People don't know about, um, you know, they've heard of Anthony Robbins, but maybe they don't re resonate with him. They might have heard about uh, Michael Beckwith. Uh, a lot of people haven't. Nobody knows who Michael is. Um, and it's my job, I believe, to bring awareness to people of these great new thought leaders and uh, to get them on a, on a guidance, on a path of uh, understanding the information that they possess and turning that information into knowledge by studying it and then using that knowledge to 
uh, apply it to their lives and then create a better life, uh, more prosperous, more healthy, happier life in every aspect of their lives. So uh, that's what you will learn in this webinar. Now, why am I doing uh, what I'm doing? I'll explain that in a minute. And uh, you're going to get the story of Steve throughout the entire webinar. You're going to find out how this information has changed me from what I used to be to who I am today. So let's go. Um, once again, it, uh, I'm, I'm kind of skipping back and forth here. I'm sorry. <laughs> the information that is uncommon knowledge and it needs to be uh, passed on to everyone, right? Um, I understand human behavior because I've been studying myself for about eight years. And in studying myself, I can understand how other people act and, and uh, why they behave the way they do. And the whole purpose of personal development is to get a little bit better today than I was yesterday. Uh, any kind of improvement over that is, is a step in the right direction. It's growth. It's uh, me becoming aware of something new. It's me, um, uh, you know, just uh, getting a small bit uh, better today than I was yesterday. Make my world better for myself and for everyone that surrounds me. So why I do what I'm doing. In order for me to tell you what, uh, what that's all about, I have to regale you with a story of where I was about eight, nine years ago. I was chained to bad habits, just old ways of thinking. I was sick, I was overweight, I was wasting my time uh, in, in terrible ways. I was, um, uh, you know, doing things like surfing videos, uh, watching Netflix, uh, watching far too much news. Um, I was drinking a lot. I was doing drugs. I was uh, in um, a uh, promiscuous sexual lifestyle. And it was not, uh, it, was, it, was, it wasn't help, healthy for me. Um, I had to, uh, I had to change the way things were going. Um, if I continued to go on the path that I was on, I would have died for sure. And I'll, I was doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results. And that's the definition of insanity. You know, we, we get into these habits that we form. And if we continue to do those habits, nothing's going to change. So at the lowest point of my life, where I was a loser, I was going downhill and picking up speed. Bob came into my life. Um, you know, again, uh, I was overweight. I was depressed. Uh, I never went to get diagnosed as being depressed, but I knew I was depressed. I had no friends. I had no association with my family member members. And uh, all of a sudden, Bob Proctor came into my life. So Bob, I started studying, thinking into results. You can see the program over my right shoulder. I continue to study thinking into results to this very day. And I will never, ever stop studying it. When I reach the end lesson, I do one of two things. I look at the uh, results that I'm receiving in my life and I say, which lesson could I study in order to help me move out of the place that I'm at and grow? Or I start at the beginning and I start working my way through the entire program again. And this takes up uh, somewhere between 30 minutes to an hour a day, every day. And there's other things that I do uh, as rituals, and you'll find out about that during the course of this. 
But if it hadn't been for Bob's knowledge, the knowledge that's contained in Thinking Into Results, which is a program that Sandy Gallagher, his business partner, designed, if it wasn't for that knowledge, I'm sure that I would be dead today. I'm sure that I would not be around at all, or I'd be very, very sick. So I am so blessed to have learned from Bob what I know now and the knowledge or the information that I'm passing on to you is exactly what he's taught me. So I started to study with Bob and things started to change. Uh, I started to understand me, right? I, uh, personal development is the study of self, is to really understand why you behave the way you do. And I started to see that I needed to change old habitual ways of being in order to achieve greater success. Now, these changes have been so profound that, again, I have to share this information with everybody that comes that I come into contact with. Um, uh, obviously, uh, you know, if you want to uh, do some coaching, it can't be for free, but I'm willing to work with you. I'm willing to help you uh, achieve all that you want. And uh, the more people that know this, if I teach this material to two people and they teach it to two people and so on and so on, we have exponential growth. And soon enough, all of this material will be worldwide and global. And I think that we can have global peace. At least that's one of my goals in life is to try and achieve global peace. Um, and it's through this information and this knowledge, I'm sure that that can be achieved. If I help one person in my lifetime become wealthier than me in, in all aspects of life, as far as happiness, wealth, and, um, and health is concerned, then I'm doing my job. I'm, that's what I'm on this planet for, and I, I'm here for life. You and I connect, we'll be friends for life. We will help each other achieve everything that we want to achieve. So, the way things go for most humans is that we experience results during the course of our days, during the course of our lives. These results kind of stay the same year after year, month after month. And uh, the reason that we do that is because we get into the habit of creating actions that culminate in our results. And those results stay the same. We get into a mundane life a life where everything's mediocre. It's not very challenging anymore. We just go through the motions, the routine of doing whatever it is we do every day. And um, because we're human, we have a sense of dissatisfaction. And uh, eight years ago, I was sitting in my uh, cube uh, designing forestry equipment and I started feeling sick. I was stressed out. I was overworked. I had no um team to work with i was on my own um and uh I, I i felt sick i felt utterly sick the only thing i could think about was getting home to lay down on the couch to have a nap or go to sleep um so i was really sick and when i finally said i have to do something about this i started asking questions is there more to life is there something bigger in me that i can create to make my life better. And that's when I started thinking about the life that I wanted to have. And uh, when I started thinking about that, I said, you know what, this isn't so far fetched, maybe I can take some steps and start going towards it. Now, this is exactly what needs to happen for anyone to achieve anything. 
And it doesn't matter how big or how small the goal is, this is what needs to happen. Now, the thing is, you start taking these steps and you start taking these steps and the first roadblock that you come into, you slide right back into your old ways of being, into your comfort zone, and that's where you get stuck. And it's all because of one thing, and it's uh, because of our programming. It's uh, what's called our paradigm. Our paradigm is basically a nest of habits that we've accumulated during the entire course of our lives. Those habits are ideas or a group of ideas that is so ingrained in our subconscious mind that we have a real hard challenge doing something that's different. Our paradigm causes us to resist change. Uh, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, if um, uh, you, you might have experienced this, you might be sitting in your office and you get a phone call from uh, the school and your child's sick. And you're saying, oh, my God, I've got to go take my child to the doctor. That's going to cost me money. Oh, my God, I've got to take time off of work. That's going to cost me money. This is so inconvenient. I've got so much work to do. And it just spirals out of control. And um, it's the paradigm of doing your job in a certain way. It's the paradigm of doing your routine in a certain way that just got interrupted by your child being sick. And because it was an interruption, it, it took you outside of your normal routine. All of this negativity came to your mind. Uh, I don't know if you've experienced that before, but that has happened to me. It wasn't a child that was sick, but there was other circumstances that came up where I had to leave work. So that's what our paradigm does to us. It causes us to live in that groove of mundanity. And in order to change, in order to go and achieve those goals, in order to be able to take a step, we have to change that paradigm. So during the course of this webinar, we're going to talk about the body-mind connection. We're going to talk about new thought leadership and what that means and how you can take active role in becoming a new thought leader. Um, we're going to uh, you know, get you to reevaluate how you earn money. And we're going to talk about a thing called the mastermind concept. And with a mastermind, powerful things happen. And at the end, we'll have a question and answer period. And I invite you to send questions in the chat. You know, ask Yelda to, uh, to uh, have me answer these questions at the end of the webinar. Or if Yelda can answer them, she'll, she'll type the answer back to you in the chat. So uh, I encourage you to ask questions because that's where real understanding starts to occur. Alrighty. So do you think people think? There's a good question for you. What do you think? Do people think, Yelda? No? Yes, no? People think uh, their pasts. People think their uh, money issues. Yeah. <laughs> Time right? issues. <laughs> they, they think, they think uh, actually people think about their worries uh, generally right. or uh, what is their what they have to do uh, for example doing cooking or uh, taking uh, kids from school etc this kind of stuff yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of things that go on in a person's mind. It's estimated that there are 60,000 thoughts a day that a person has now, Eight years ago, at the lowest point in my life, I thought that was like 60,000 thoughts a minute. Okay, there was so much mental activity going on that I was afraid I was going to die from it. 
Um, I, I was totally out of thought, uh, out of control of my thoughts. I really wasn't thinking at all. I was really worrying and doubting my, uh, my own self, doubting that I can achieve more than what I thought I could. I had really bad programming and a very, very bad self image that caused me to be such a negative and really, uh, I was full of drama. You know, a circumstance would come along and I'd always envision the worst out of that circumstance. I mean, somebody could have sent me a, a, a happy birthday greeting in a card and I would have gone like, oh my God, now what does this person want? He wants some money or he wants something like that. Turning a positive into a negative. And all that person wanted to do was pass on some love to me. And uh, that's how negative I was. So what ended up happening was obviously that I had a lot of mental activity going on, but it really wasn't thinking. I was reacting to my, my, my circumstances instead of responding. And through understanding myself, I've made changes where I can actually uh, start to calm down and have fluid thoughts instead of all this mash mumbo jumbo. We actually think in pictures. If I ask you to think of your car instantaneously, a picture of your car will pop up in the forefront of your mind. And if it's not your car, maybe it's the car of your dad or your mom or, or somebody, somebody's car that you really like, or maybe it's your dream car, but you'll see an image of that car. Now, if I ask you to describe that car to me, you can describe it in great detail. If you sat behind the wheel, I can ask you to tell me what the instrument cluster looks like. If, uh, if you've sat in the car, I can you can tell me what the uh, upholstery is like. Is it leather? Is it cloth? Are, is there pinstriping on it? All kinds of details you can tell me about. We think in pictures. If I ask you to think of the front door of your house, you'd be able to describe it to me in, in great detail. You know, is it a plain door with a peephole or does it have nice panels and a window at the top? Uh, is, is it a knob that you turn or a handle that you turn to open the door? Is it one of those little flicky thingies for your thumb, which is a technical term for that, um, to open the door? You can see all of this. If I ask you to think about your refrigerator, you can give me all the details of it, what color it is, which way the doors open, you know, is it two doors that open from the center or one door high and low? You can tell me all of these great details because we think in pictures. If I asked you what your dream life would look like, chances are you'd, you'd have an image, but it wouldn't be very clear. It wouldn't be crystal clear. It'd be kind of fuzzy. Oh, well, I'd want a bigger house, but I don't know what that looks like. I want a nicer car, but I'm not sure what car. Um, I would love to have a, a property on a lake somewhere, uh, but I don't know where. Those, those fuzzy edges are the things that we need to clear up to create a crystal clear goal. Now, tell me what your mind looks like. If you're a human being, you'll probably think of the brain as being the mind. Well, here's the funny thing about the brain. The brain is no more your mind than your fingernail or your elbow. Okay. Your brain is an organ within your body. That is a magnificent organ, the most important organ that we have. And what it does is it takes the thought energy that is us, the energy that we are, we translates our thoughts into electrical impulses that causes our body to act the way it does. 
It takes information through our senses and translates it into thought energy so that we can understand what's going on around us. Am I making sense so far? Okay, so um, Dr. Thurman Fleet said that this is a real problem. Uh, we don't have an image of the mind. And where there is no image, there is un, uh, there's misunderstanding. We don't understand things. So in 1934, Dr. Fleet, who was a chiropractic doctor in, uh, in Austin, Texas, said, I'm, uh, uh, we've got to solve this. He said that uh, the healing arts aren't healing the human as a whole. They're healing symptoms. Okay. And in order to effectively heal a human, we have to understand how the mind works. So he drew a picture. And this picture is the stick person. Hey, you know, you're looking at this, you're saying, well, this is kind of ridiculous, Steve. There's just a couple of circles and a bunch of lines. How can this possibly help me understand what the mind looks like? Well, this graphic, if you study it and you study exactly what I've been telling you in the course of this webinar over and over again, you'll be able to see this uh, in every human being and you'll be able to understand them uh, a whole lot better than what you do currently. We're going to let the top circle represent the mind and we're going to let the bottom circle represent the body. Now, there is no separation between mind and body. It is totally connected. The mind is in every cell of the body. But for the simplicity of this uh, um, uh, of this graphic, we're going to separate it like this so that you can see how the mind controls the body. We're going to take the mind and we're going to split it in half. We're going to let the top half of the circle represent the conscious mind. And the bottom half of the circle represent the subconscious mind. Now, the conscious mind is the thinking mind. This is where we do our reasoning. This is where we decide what's true and real and what's false and wrong. This is where dreams occur. This is where we use our imagination and build the dreams of our lives as we want them to be. And we have these five senses. Now, right from the moment we were born, we were taught to live through our senses. We were taught to see our environment and see the circumstances around us. I see we've got a new, uh, a new attendee. Thank you for coming. Um, so um, th these senses bring us all kinds of information all the time. And because we are in these physical bodies, we tend to live in our physical being. When we really exist on three separate planes at the same time, they're the spiritual plane, the intellectual plane, and the physical plane. And we spend way too much time on the physical plane and not enough time on the intellectual or spiritual plane. When we have balance in, on all three planes, when we pay more attention to our uh, intellect and we pay more attention to our spiritual side and less attention to our physical side, we start creating beautiful and wonderful things in our lives. Now, the conscious mind has the ability to accept or reject ideas. As I said earlier, we have the ability to see and hear, touch, taste, and smell all things around us. And what we find to be true and real, we can accept. And what we decide is false and wrong, we can reject and spend no more energy on thinking about that. Now, we have six higher mental faculties. I have to change this uh, graphic. Uh, that's a little bit small. These six mental faculties separate us from every other species on the planet. They're the will, the imagination, perception, reason, intuition, and memory. 
Now, all of these, uh, you, you know, this, this very well might be the first time that you become aware of our higher mental faculties. We've had them all along. I didn't know I had them until I was 50 years of age. So I hope I've just brought some new information to you. But the thing is, is that we don't exercise these six faculties well enough. We use them incorrectly if we do. And in order for us to strengthen these faculties and take better advantage and create a healthier, happier life for us, we have to understand each one of those individually. And that's going to be on another webinar or, or, or in training where I can talk to you about that. I'm just limited in time today. So our uh, subconscious mind is our emotional mind. This is where our memories reside. This is where our uh, emotions reside. And it's also uh, the place, uh, and this uh, subconscious mind, I'm sorry, is, um, is the place where, um, or is a place <laughs> where it cannot reject anything. It can only accept what we accept as true and real in our conscious mind. Am I making sense? Are we following along? Okay, good. All right. If you have any questions, uh, just type it in the chat and um, Yelda will be answering them for you. Well, I'm sorry, those are chats, not new participants. Anyway, um, and so the subconscious mind cannot reject anything. Uh, it is in control of our body 100%. Like if you think about it, I'm breathing, my heart is pumping. I'm not consciously thinking about regulating my heartbeat or the breathing rate that I'm doing. I don't think about the gestures that I make or the muscles that I have to use to make the gestures, you see? So the subconscious mind controls all of this. I have an image in my conscious mind that I want to describe to you. And the subconscious mind acts on that image. It just does the motions and creates the words that are falling out of my face and the gestures that I make. It creates all the actions that we need to create in order to achieve what we want to achieve. But we come up against the paradigm again. In their subconscious mind lives the paradigm. And again, the paradigm is a nest of habits that we've accumulated during the course of our lives. And these habits are what keep us in the comfort zone, in our zone of doing the same thing day in and day out, you know, achieving small things, but not really growing. Uh, a lot of us believe that if we go to college or university after high school, that we'll never have to learn anything more. We'll have all the information that we need, all the knowledge that we need in order to do our job, in order to live the life that, we, that we're living. But the fact of the matter is, is that learning doesn't stop at the end of post-secondary education. Learning should be carried out through life and learning about yourself, learning about your habits, learning about what's holding you back, learning, you, learning about how you can help others, learning about co-creation, learning about masterminding, learning about all kinds of things so that we can create something beautiful and magnificent together. Whatever that beautiful and magnificent thing is, is as different as there are individuals on the planet. Every individual is here for a purpose and it's up to us during our lifetime. And this is the whole purpose for human life is to find out what our purpose is and to execute with our talents, our abilities, with the knowledge that we have, with the things that excite us and create a beautiful and wonderful world. So our subconscious mind is in control of our bodies. 
our paradigm regulates our bodies and causes us to act in the way that we act. We put actions out into our environment and we will get reactions from our environments, reactions from uh, the universe. Yeldon and I uh, did a uh, YouTube video earlier today called Life is Boomerangs or something along those lines. And it was a great video. I encourage you to go watch it because that's exactly what happens. You put something out there, you're going to get something back. And this action reaction culminates in our results. Now, if you like the results that you're getting, well, you don't need to go any further. But if you don't like the results that you're getting, you can definitely change them. And if you're honest with yourself, if you're honest about being a human being, you're going to say, yes, I want more. I, I want to live a happier life. I want to live a healthier life. I want to be wealthier. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the paradigm is programmed to say, well, you're only so smart. You can only do so much and you can only have so much wealth. And it's all bullshit. It's uh, a terrible way to live a life. And uh, I'm here to help people change that if they want. So let's talk about vision and sight. Vision, we say that we have 2020 vision when we're talking about perfect capability of sight. Sight is not vision. And uh, sight is just our physical ability to see things. It gives us a, 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 a picture of what's going on in our physical uh, surroundings in the, uh, in the world. Vision, on the other hand, is being able to see the invisible, okay? Seeing what's invisible to other people. We are able to envision or imagine what it is that we want our perfect lives to look like. What's the house that you want? How many vacations a year do you want to be to take? Do you have a car that you want to purchase? Not one that you think you can afford, but one that you want. Well, you can afford that car that you want. It's just a matter of taking the steps to deciding how much is enough and taking the steps to create that income. Imagination is the most powerful nation in the world and we use it incorrectly. Okay. And in order to uh, change our lives, we have to learn how to use it correctly. Uh, uh, using our imagination, we can envision everything that we want in our minds. It'll be invisible to everyone else, but it'll be visible to us. So the correct use of imagination, we've experienced bad outcomes in our past, or we think we've had bad outcomes that we project into our futures. Okay. And uh, that, that's called worry and doubt. You see, we've had experiences, but if we don't learn from those experiences and use them in our future, we'll never get ahead. But we can't expect those same outcomes to come again. And this is the biggest problem with our, the way we use our imagination. Uh, the paradigm wants us to stay in a groove of complacence, in a, in a groove of... Um, um, uh, just a, a, a groove of mundanity, the, the place that are, uh, that's it, the groove of comfort. We want to stay there. So when we imagine uh, things, we usually imagine the possible worst case scenarios. Okay. Um, I'll give you an example. When we were, um, when I was engineering, the, uh, I'd come up with an idea 
and all the engineers would sit around and throw uh, bad results of my idea at me. And, uh, you know, that's kind of practicing due diligence, but we'd have to imagine the worst case scenarios in order to uh, protect our clients from getting injured or, or our machine not doing what it was that we wanted it to do. That's practicing due diligence. But when we start thinking about our bank account going down or our uh, um, uh, level of health depleting or things that uh, we you know worry about, our kids getting sick, the, the insurance payments are due, the mortgage is due, and we start worrying and doubting, we're using our imagination in the incorrect way. What we need to do is we have to get control of our thinking. We have to understand that we that our paradigm needs to shift in order for us to have better things in our lives we need to literally use our imagination for best possible outcomes and start working on describing those outcomes do things like journaling uh, re uh repetitive uh, consistent uh, constant and consistent repetition of a new idea to replace old bad habits that's what we use our imagination for and create new positive outcomes for ourselves okay if we only think about positive outcomes we will eventually receive those positive outcomes we might run into roadblocks we might run into circumstances that aren't that favorable for us but those circumstances are there for us to grow and understand how to get to where we want to go uh, a lot of times when we have a goal that we want to achieve, we sit back and we say, well, how do I get there? And the how doesn't matter. The how doesn't matter. What we need to think about is what do I need to do to get there? <coughs> Excuse me. What do I need to do in order to achieve my goal and then take action? By taking action, we learn how in the progress. So I don't know if I'm too far ahead of myself, but I'm going to say it anyway. I have a goal that I want to achieve. It's massive. It's large. I have no idea of how I'm going to achieve it. All I know is that I have this step that I want to take today to make it happen. And when I take that step, I'm going to learn something new. I'm going to learn how to take the next step or I'm, what to do to take the next step. So I've learned how to do something and now I'm going to take the next step. I kind of equate this to driving a car. The first time you sit behind the wheel of a car, you don't know how to operate it. Your palms are sweaty. You know that you can do some damage. You know that you can hurt somebody if you operate this car incorrectly. And uh, you know, you're sweating, you're nervous, you hit the gas too hard, you hit the brakes too hard, you're making a mess out of the out of changing lanes, all kinds of stuff going on in your mind. And it's through constant repetition that we get better at it. I've been driving for better part of 38 years. Wow. And I've considered myself a very proficient driver. I don't even think about driving anymore. I sit in the car, I go from point A to point B, and I just make sure I do it safely. I try to stay in the moment while I'm driving my car so I can see what, what's going on in my environment around me. But there are times where my mind goes off into outer space as well. <laughs> so we've all experienced that. And this is exactly what we need to do in order to achieve a better goal is to imagine positive outcomes, decide what step to take, and then take action on it. And that's what we teach through thinking into results.
So again, correct involvement of the imagination. Are your thoughts creating your environment or is your environment creating your thoughts? That's really interesting. So think about that during the course of this webinar, and then maybe we'll talk about that at the end. So new thought leadership. Well, new thought leadership is about engaging in, imper in personal development. New thought, you're gonna find that as you study personal development, you're gonna to wanna to teach it. You're gonna to wanna to let all your friends and relatives know about it. You're going to want to, uh, you're gonna to want to help them have a healthier and happier life. Um, very recently with COVID uh, starting to die down right now, we had a, our first family get together in about a year and a half, maybe yeah, close to two years. Um, <clears throat> No, about a year and a half. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We had a family get together and uh, we were talking about my niece. My niece is, a, is an amazing artist and she is just going to university to study to be a, a veterinarian. And I asked her, is that something that you really want to do? And she was kind of iffy about it, right? She wasn't 100% sure she wanted to do that. And then later in the conversation, she showed me an image of a painting she had done, a big, huge mural on my uh, brother's garage door. Um, it was beautiful. It was a work of art. Um, I, I encouraged my brother to take a picture of it and put it up on, on YouTube or on, um, on Facebook or somewhere to get uh, attention for my niece because she's an amazing artist. And... Um, the limitations, the, the programming that she has is that she uh, can't make money being an artist. And I called her out on it. I said, bullshit. You can make money doing anything that you want to do. And if you want to make money creating art, then create a Patreon page. Put your art on Patreon. You'll, you'll receive money for that. So um, again, I want to teach my nieces and my nephews, my brothers, my mom, everything that I know about uh, personal development because it's changed my life that much. So you're going to want to do the same thing. Uh, New Thought Leadership is also about studying yourself. Again, if you understand yourself, you're going to be able to understand every human being on the planet. And when you're able to do that, you're able to get together with other human beings and co-create beautiful things. Co-creation is one of the most beautiful words I've ever heard in my life. And I think that uh, the more people that get together and do co-creation, the more wonderful things we'll, uh, we'll be able to accomplish. Again, you want to pass on your, your knowledge on to others and engage in co-creation. <laughs> Way ahead of myself on my slides here. But th these are important points, right? So it's worth listening to again. All uh, right. So... Let's shift tracks right now. Personal development is so vast. There's so much information that I could spend days at this. Uh, I could spend a week at teaching this stuff and I still would have only scratched the surface of the iceberg, the tip of the iceberg. And, um, you know, having to shift tracks like this isn't very congruent to a nice webinar, but we want to talk about creating multiple sources of income. And this is where we can start using our imagination. This is where we can start thinking about what other ways can I earn income besides doing an eight hour a day job? So 
I, I do an eight hour a day job. I repair forklifts for my livelihood. And I do that because I love fixing things. I do that because it is very satisfying and fulfilling to help a client or a customer have a working forklift so that they can do their business, so that they can serve their clients, so that those clients can do their business. And it propagates all the way down like this. If I help one forklift stay in business, stay working, I'm helping thousands of people achieve their goals. I think that's a magnificent way of looking at things. 20 years ago, I was hating it. I was cussing and swearing all the time. I didn't like what I was doing. The jobs were dirty and nasty and I didn't want to be out there hot and sweaty. And now I cannot get enough of it. I have totally shifted my thoughts from hating what I was doing to loving what I was doing, to being passionate about what I was doing. But that's not the only source of income for me. I've created other sources of income by creating a business that helps people create businesses. Um, so I, you know, I, it, you know, when Bob said this to me, it was uh, amazing. Nobody gets rich by working a job. Uh, you can be, you can be wealthy climbing a corporate ladder. You can, you know, if you escalate to a, a CEO or, a, you know, the owner of a company or something along those lines, yes, you can become wealthy. But how wealthy do you want to be? Let's talk about a guy by the name of Richard Branson. I uh, hope everybody knows who Richard is. He's a multimillionaire, billionaires, a billionaire, multi-billionaire. I think he's in the trillions now. The man's amazing. He owns so many different companies that provide so many different products and services that he's just become super wealthy. And uh, he spends, you know, his entire day talking to people at the different companies. What are we doing today? How are we doing to this? Uh, you know, what are we going to do here? What am I going to do there? All kinds of great things. And all he does is inspire people to work with him and create the vision that he's created. Same with Elon Musk. Same with um, Bill Gates and the late, great Steve Jobs, all great visionaries and inspirational people that grew multiple sources of income to bring in revenue for their well-being. Everybody needs to have money. There's no question about it. We need money to look after our basic needs, but we also want to have more money in order to uh, you know, experience life in order to go on vacations, in order to have the house, the car, the material things that we want. But we can also use money to uh, create something amazing for all of humanity. You know, is there a product or service that you can provide for people? That's what multiple sources of income is all about. You build one business and then from that business, you build another. And then from that business, you build another. All of a sudden, you have multiple sources of income. And with the way that the world is working, you can be global very easily. You know, the world is shrinking. It's not getting bigger. You know, with, the, with this device right here, you can reach people all over the world and create businesses all over the world. So when you go to sleep at night in Turkey, you're making money in Canada. You're making money in, in the United States. You're making money in Mexico, all over the world. And you, you're just sleeping. That's amazing. Don't you find that exciting? <laughs> I do. All right. Um, no, there I said it, global business within, it, it all depends on what you want to do. So I have <clears throat> a, a friend who I'm helping grow his business right now, 
we're at a point right now where we can expand our company to two locations within the city of Toronto. Now, this is small thinking, okay? We want, uh, what I'd like to see is this company grow into a global company. And uh, that to me is big thinking. And this is something that I'm trying to get my friend very interested in doing. So let's talk about coaching. I have a coach in my life. Without that coach, I'd never be able to see my blind spots, okay? The paradigm is insidious. It will try everything in its power to keep you in the comfort zone, okay? And a coach is there to recognize the fact that the paradigm is interfering with your success. So if you're telling me that you want to take an action step towards something, and the next day we talk and you tell me, no, I didn't take that action step, I'm gonna ask you why. And the, the, the simple answer is that your paradigm stepped in the way. So um, I'm there as an accountability partner. I'm there to help you achieve what you want to achieve. I'm there to understand what your paradigm is doing to you and give you a way to get around your paradigm. You know, without a coach, studying personal development material takes a lot of self-discipline. You need to understand what it is that you are seeking. You need to understand what it is that you need to learn in order to progress and then sit down and study it. As I said to you, the information is out there in great books. Um, I've got a collection of 40 or 50 books, all of which I've read uh, I constantly turn to Think and Grow Rich. I constantly turn to uh, the uh, works of Florence Shin and uh, Genevieve Berend. I constantly read these books to change old ideas into new ways of thinking. And um, I need a coach in my life. I need somebody to help me find my blind spots. And uh, I'm very grateful for my coach. And uh, we, con we, we constantly talk. It's not like uh, we're, we're on the phone for hours after hours, but we send a message once, twice, three times a week just to check up on each other. And uh, it, it's a wonderful thing knowing that I have that support, um, which basically brings me to the next point. Oh, account co coaches and accountability partner. Accountability partner. We're going to talk about a mastermind group now. And this is what a coach uh, starts out being as a mastermind. You put two people together that want to achieve a common goal, a common goal, you have a mastermind group. So Yeldon and I are working together. Um, we're giving freely of our time. We're giving freely of our knowledge and our, our uh, ideas to create a better company uh, for your benefit. And um, when you have a mastermind group, it's an amazing thing to sit down and brainstorm ideas and come up with solutions for problem or challenges that you're facing, not problems, challenges that you're facing. With a mastermind group, you'll go a lot further, a lot faster. And this is one of the things that we teach in thinking into results. It's a very structured process. It's, uh, you know, timed. It, uh, it gives everybody equal amount of time, each member of the mastermind group, equal amount of time to uh, discuss their wins and their wants. And it's uh, a great way of creating greater success in a shorter period of time. So uh, that kind of brings me to the end of uh, the webinar. 
um, you know, I could go into much greater detail with things. Uh, if you want to see something uh, more, if you want to delve into a particular subject, let me know, let the elder know, and we'll get in touch with you. Um, this is a beautiful saying, if you can hold it in your mind, you can hold it in your hands. So think about the positive outcomes that you want in your future. Think about all the beautiful things that you can achieve through understanding your own behavior and therefore the behavior of other people as well. It's amazing, amazing. So let us go on to our Q&A. Do we have any questions, Yelda? Oh, you're Please. muted, dear. There we go. Sorry. Uh, no, not yet. We don't have any question. Okay. Uh, please, uh, please write if you have any questions. Uh, we can answer your questions right now. I'm checking YouTube and uh, no question. Um, uh, hmm. By the way, it was a, a great uh, presentation. Um, thank you so much for thank saying Thank you so, so much for that. Uh, everything was great that you were telling, and uh, it was a great uh, ending with that line. Uh, I really like that uh, quite quote from uh, Bob Practor. And uh, we have a question, by the way. Okay. Uh, Mr. Matt asks that, could you please talk about your coaching program? about thinking into results okay um thinking into results was developed by bob and sandy together uh it's bob's uh it's bob's material it, in all actuality if you say that to bob he'll say it's not my material i've learned it from napoleon hill which is think and grow rich uh, i've learned it from um oh gosh i can't remember all kinds of new thought leaders uh val van de Waal was one of his uh, mentors uh earl nightingale was one of his mentors um earl nightingale was mentored by uh, napoleon hill oh my gosh this is a long lineage of of new thought leaders um but sandy uh came into bob's life in 2006 and she said i must work with bob proctor now sandy was uh what they consider a jurist doctor she had a PhD in law and she was, or she has a PhD in law and she was um, a banking lawyer making millions and millions of dollars a year. And she decided to give up her career as a lawyer and work with Bob to do what I'm doing, pass on this information to as many people as, as, we, as we possibly can. And Sandy came up with the idea for thinking into results. She designed the program. She uh, built it from scratch with Bob's uh, material. And the program, <clears throat> excuse me, the pro program consists of 12 lessons. And uh, it's a step-by-step -step process. You start on lesson one and lesson two builds on top of lesson one. And then the next lesson builds upon everything that you learned. And then the next lesson builds on, it's a growth platform. Uh, it really expands your awareness of what you're capable of. And if you do exactly what the program says to do, you take the knowledge that you learn and you apply it immediately at every lesson, great changes occur. You know, I've experienced them and uh, I know that other people 
have had way more success than I have in an even shorter amount of time than what I've experienced it. Uh, I know of a doctor, uh, and this is one of Bob's favorite uh, analogies. The doctor came to Bob and said, I'm thinking about selling my practice. Uh, I'm not earning enough income to live the lifestyle that I'm living. I want to go back to school and be a lawyer. Uh, so he was under the impression that lawyers made more money than doctors. And Bob looked at him, kind of went, are you nuts? He said, do you love healing the sick? And the guy says, yeah, I'm, you know, I love helping my clients, my patients uh, get better. And then why would you want to give something up that you love doing when you could just simply come up with an idea for a business or a product or service that you can provide to other people and then grow a company doing that to bring in that added income? Uh, this is where we need to reevaluate how to earn income. And this is where multiple sources of income come from. And this doctor went from being at one of Bob's matrix to uh, becoming a consultant, still working his practice on a, on a daily basis, being a consultant uh, and owning three or four other companies within six months of time. Okay. And this guy's a multimillionaire now. And this is going back five or six years now. And um, I, I wish I could remember his name off the top of my head. Uh, I can find out if you like. But uh, he's, he's a real example of how this program changes lives. Um, a lot of the consultants, uh, again, they, they become uh, very wealthy very quickly in, uh, in studying this program. Um, there are a lot of, uh, there's, uh, oh, Matt DiVincenzo, there's a guy. Um, I met him at the Matrix in 2015, and Matt was going to the Matrix for the third time. Uh, he was a construction worker. His, uh, his um, business, he started 10 years prior to going the first time to the Matrix. And uh, during those 10 years time, he, he never operated in the black. He was always in the red. He was always in debt. And uh, when he came to the Matrix the first time, he told me that uh, he was broke. He was busted. He was about to declare bankruptcy. The, uh, the mortgage company was about to foreclose on his house. Uh, the uh, people that owned uh, or lent him the money for the equipment he used um, were looking to repossess that equipment. And he spent the last of his life savings to go to the matrix where Bob put some ideas in his head. Well, Matt got so excited. He went back to Calgary. He, uh, he fired all of the people that weren't working out and he started his company new. And now his company has grown into seven or eight companies and he's earning 40 to $50 million a year. And I believe that's in his pocket. So can you imagine what his companies are earning? One time at the Matrix started him on a path. And when I met him, it was his third time at the Matrix. So he's never stopped studying. He's never stopped going to Bob Proctor events. Uh, Bob holds uh, the Matrix here. Well, before COVID hit, uh, once, uh, once a year, once or twice a year. And then he has uh, uh, other uh, events out in Los Angeles two or three times a year. And he travels the world giving lectures. He travels the world um, 
providing this information for people and uh, getting them interested in working with it. So I, I know that's gone way off topic and, and um, far too long an explanation, but the program is seriously powerful. I think it is the most powerful self-development program. I've taken other self-development programs as well. It's, um, and they're soft. They, they deal with uh, the more emotional side of things than they do with the intellectual and the, and the goal-driven type of lifestyle. So as far as I'm concerned, this, this is a winner. This is a, a, a game changer, this program. Yeah. Did that answer your question, Demet? I hope I pronounced your name right. Uh, she has another question right okay. now. Uh, she asked, I don't really understand, but uh, she says, uh, what do you think how these materials are appropriate for Turkish people or different culture? Absolutely. I, uh, it's, it's not uh, it's not different from culture to culture. It's for all humanity. It's appropriate. Yeah. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Can you talk? Of course, you can talk. Let's allow uh, you yes. on with us. Yes, you can. You can talk. Are you there, Donna? Yeah. 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 Yes. Hello. Well, thank you for joining us. How are you? Uh, I can't see you now. Oh no. Ah. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, I I seem to. I, I can I, see you. Okay. Um, when I speak, I can see only me, not you. Okay, doesn't matter. Uh, do you hear me? Yes. Yes, yes, absolutely. I think that what what will happen is that as uh, as we change speakers, I think I'm on your screen now. Am I? No. No. No, I'm not on your screen. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I can change uh, views. Okay. Okay. Now, now the meet is on screen. Okay. Good. Not important. No problem. Uh, I can see you together now. Okay. Uh, Welcome, Demet. Thank you, Yalda. Thank you. Uh, it is nice to hear you. And uh, yes. Thank you so much uh, for Gucci. attending our webinar today. Thank you. Uh, I um, I am I am fan of Bob Proctor. First, I want to say, takip ediyorum nasıl deniyordu ya? I follow, I follow, follow education of him, and I am very familiar of this concept. Excellent. Sorry, my English. That's fine. There's nothing to apologize for. Yeah. Okay. So uh, in, in your question, you said you asked if this material was appropriate for Turkish people. Um, and I'll tell you what, it's... Uh, do you think it needs review of uh, culture to culture? Because it is... every business um, may be the same, but in Turkish uh, thinking, uh, thinking style or... 
looking at the business is sometimes different. Absolutely. Different. Yep. There are differences between our cultures, but this is the unifying factor. Okay. If we had all of our cultures studying what Bob teaches, what uh, Anthony Robbins teaches, what Michael Beckwith teaches, this would unify the entire world. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, this material is. would work for any culture. This material would work in any country. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What, what matters is that you believe that this material works. And I, I, I'm, I'm living proof that it works. Matter is maybe accepting the, this material. Yes. Cultural uh, rejections, maybe. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, there are people that will reject these ideas. Absolutely. Uh, I've had people tell me I'm full of shit when I'm not. Okay. And, and that's their belief. That's their paradigm controlling paradigm them. Paradigm is different, culture to culture, maybe. Paradigms are different oh, yes. culture to cultures, yes. Yes, a, a paradigm is individual. Individual. Okay. Uh, uh, there's also a culture. Culture is mass paradigm. Okay. Yes. It's what the masses agree is what's normal, right? Yes. What, what the masses agree is, uh, is proper. So culture is very much a paradigm, right? And um, I am uh, concerned about the price. I, I, I want to say, actually, I am concerned about the price. Uh, I think Turkish people re uh, resistance about the price of program. Yes, uh, and my I question think, about this, yeah. Yes, I, I agree with you 100%. And I think we should talk about this in private um, because uh, people may not like what we talk about <laughs> on the air. So, um, uh, you know, yes, there there is a price tag to studying the program. Um, and uh, it, you know, from your standpoint, you know, how much do you want change? Does it matter what it costs if the change that you're going to achieve is going to cover those costs and more, you know? And everybody has that paradigm. It's not just Turkish people, it's Canadian people, it's, uh, it's US people, right? Um, you know, we get into this groove of we can only earn so much every year. This is our paradigm, right? Um, I grew up uh, thinking that I wasn't smart enough to be a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. I was told that by my guidance counselor in high school. So they told me that in order to have a, uh, earn money, I needed to take up uh, a, a trade. And that's when I started fixing things. Um, so that was my paradigm. And my paradigm also told me that money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil. Money is, um, is something that you have to fight for. It's not something that just comes to you or flows to you. And uh, personal development is not good for Turkish people, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. There are people that believe that personal development is is nonsense. Useless, yes. Nonsense. Right? 
it, 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 uh, they believe that the, the only way to earn a living is to, to get a paycheck, is to work a job. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and they don't understand that they have the capability, the godlike ability to change their lives. They have the godlike ability to, to build a company and earn more money or five companies or 10 companies. And this is the paradigm that holds them back. And it's the paradigm that we need to change. So, and it, it is cross culture. It is in every culture that way, damn it. Okay. And uh, you know, again, you know, I, I said this to Yelda, like you, you folks in Turkey have your post-secondary education, your college or university education paid for you. Here in Canada, my niece is going to be, as I said to you, a, a veterinarian. And I believe she's going to be spending somewhere near $200,000 in tuition fees in order to become a veterinarian. $200,000 does not go very far these days, but getting into that kind of debt with interest on top of it, you'll be working for 10 years of your life to pay off that debt. Am I making sense? With the price of thinking into results, it's a percentage of one tuition, a percentage of one year's tuition at university. And this is the last program that you will ever need. So the, the money, it, it's a no brainer. It was a no brainer to me when I took the course, I needed to take the course. It was, um, it, you know, I didn't have the money at the time, or at least I didn't think I had the money. When we talked about money, my coach and I, and, uh, I looked at my bank account. I, I, I got into the worry, doubt, fear. Uh, bullshit about where am I going to get this money? How am I going to get this money? Yeah. So uh, I, I had the money all along. I just had to pull it together from different places. I and, am the uh, same place now. And, <laughs> and now, place now, yeah. And now I have place. paid that tuition off, and I'm using this knowledge to earn more income than I've I've ever been able to experience before in my life. So uh, it works. It works. What do you think about uh, what do you uh, what is your purpose about Turkish community? Do you have a goal to to, to do something in Turkey? I am developing a program on my own that I want to make available to the globe at uh, a reasonable price for every individual that's out there, um, for, no matter what country you're in. Um, a reasonable price. Listen to me. Uh, you know, I, I've got to get this information out to everybody in the world. That That's my mission in life, as far as I'm concerned. Everyone deserves to have this information. Everyone deserves to have this knowledge to turn it into an understanding so they can apply it to their lives. And so I, I, yeah. I, I want to help everybody in the world, whether they're I in Turkey. Years. I'm sorry. I spent 10 years, already 10 years, about self-development and learning something, yeah, growth. Right? Yeah, me too. I spent 10 years about this type, uh, type of knowledge. Good learn. for you. And, and now you want to teach it too, right? Yeah, I hope. <laughs> yeah, right? So let's get on a call. Uh, let's make arrangements for... Uh, um, sometime later this week, I think. Okay, and we'll get on a okay. call and we'll talk. Okay. Nice. Yeah, I'm happy to 
Me too. Yeah. I, I am so glad that you came. And unfortunately, I have to go. <laughs> okay. Nice. So, uh, it, it was. I'm. I'm blessed to meet both of you. I'm. I'm blessed to have you in my life, Yelda, and I'm blessed to to meet you, uh, Demet. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, talking to you very soon. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you so All much, right. Demet. Thank you so much, Steve. It was a great, great, great. Thanks to everybody on YouTube for watching. Um, yeah, uh, I'll be doing another one of these at the, in October. So come and join me again. All right. <laughs> See you then. <laughs> All right. Bye. We'll talk to you all later. I Bye am serious about this kind of business. Uh, I want to say, lastly, <laughs> I am serious about. Okay, this. good. Then, then we'll talk later this week, Dennett. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much.